Hey guys, welcome to Wrestling Days and welcome to this NXT breakdown and review. We've got a lot to go through. So the first thing was we needed to find out who was going to be added to the Men's Iron Survivor Challenge match. Uh, this was a battle between Andre Chase, Von Wagner and Axiom. And it was Axiom that ended up getting the victory. I was quite surprised at this. Uh, I really thought they would go with Andre Chase, but it didn't go that way. And I was a bit disappointed, but uh, Axiom finds his way into that match. That, of course, taking place at Deadline on Saturday. Then we went backstage and we saw that the Creed brothers were uh, struggling. The Julius Creed had been injured. Uh, so we were at the doctors and they were saying that he was not medically cleared. Uh, this meant that they weren't going to be able to face Indashia. And we would hear more about this later in the show. Then we saw Apollo and Bron Breaker uh, going out and fishing together. I don't think Bron was expecting this. Uh, Apollo just arrived and said like that he fancied going fishing. Uh, and so they went off fishing. Obviously, these two are going to have a match. And the build for this is kind of interesting because they're good friends. We saw them in a diner last week having something to eat. Uh, now they're going fishing together. Uh, their friendship is, you know, seemingly still solid, but they both want to win on Saturday. So it's just a different way to kind of build up a match. And I'm kind of into it. It's still a bit strange. Um, it's a bit strange that they're just always around each other. But uh, it's it's a different way of building a match. I, I don't hate it. And it gives us some kind of interesting uh, video. Uh, we also then got, uh, well, we were going to get Javier Bernal in action. But uh, his opponent got destroyed by Indashir. Indashir said that they wanted the Creed brothers, but they wanted them 100%. So any less than 100%, they weren't interested. Creed brothers came down. They were ready to fight. They were ready to go. But of course, the officials aren't letting them at the moment. Julius Creed is not cleared. And so this didn't go anywhere. But it's clear that we are building towards this match and... This was just a way of teasing it. Then we went backstage and we got Thea Hale uh, basically saying, like, I'm really sorry about what happened earlier, Andre Chase, Mr. Chase. But I've just found out that I've got a match tonight and I'm going to be taking on Isla Dawn. And uh, they were trying to tell her that that wasn't a good idea, but she wasn't listening and she was super excited. And I love Thea Hale. And uh, yeah, I love Chase U. I love Duke being in Chase U. I love Thea Hale. I'm really on board with Andre Chase. Like I'm loving all of this at the moment. I think it's brilliant. Uh, then we went to uh, a match and this was um, uh, Quinn taking on Tony D'Angelo. Uh, and it was a win for Tony D'Angelo. Zion Quinn is someone that I didn't expect to see lose quite as convincingly as what he does here. But it is a win for Tony D'Angelo. Tony D'Angelo has been out of action for quite a long time, picking up the what I think is a shock victory. Uh, this brought out Wesley because Tony was talking about Wesley, talking about how um, he's coming after Wesley and coming after his North American championship. Wesley came out uh, and confronted Tony face to face. Uh, they were talking. The uh, name of Dijak got brought up as well. He then appeared on screen. He told Wesley to keep his name out of his mouth. This all ended. Dijak never came out, but it ended with Tony and Stax 
going over and almost attacking Wes, but Wes was able to get out of the ring. Again, we're building to Summit here. I don't think this was announced for Deadline, but it wouldn't surprise me if it was like a triple threat. We could also get it on next week's NXT, of course, but feels like this is building towards a big showdown. Then we saw uh, Hank Walker going up to Charlie Dempsey and basically saying that he respects him and he wish he could follow in his father's footsteps, just like how uh, Dempsey is following in his dad's footsteps. And uh, he says that he wants to like learn from him. And it seemed very respectful. Um, and so Charlie was like, so you want to get in the ring with me then? And um, he said, well, we can do that. But uh, obviously, you're going to find out you're not at my level. So this was kind of interesting. Again, how they set this match up. I really like these little vignettes because it's just a good way of just adding to the matches. Like, I know why they're wrestling and I know the mindset of both wrestlers. Like, this definitely added to the match for me. So I was into this. Then we went to the match immediately and look at this hold He's got the leg trapped. He's got the neck twisted. Um, it was quite the uh, showcase by Charlie Dempsey. The only problem is I don't know that this is a style of wrestling that really appeals to modern wrestling fans. You can see how bored people are in the background. Um, it came across well on TV, but I just, I just don't know if this kind of map-based catchers catch can I don't know if that is where wrestling is at in 2022. I really like it. And I know there's people that like it as well. I just don't know. It's going to, I think, going to be a bit of an uphill struggle to get people to really get on board with this. So just something to bear in mind. This brought out uh, Drew Gulak, though. Drew Gulak seemed impressed with what he was seeing. So Gulak came out to have a look at Charlie Dempsey and then would walk away. Then we got this scripts moment. This was just weird. Like this, the 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 words here, the promo, it was done in that kind of old uh, scripts way that we saw when he first like arrived. Uh, it was kind of like the audio had been messed with. And it was a bit hard to make out what he was saying. There was not really any emotion in the words. Um, he was just talking about how like he's had to battle to get here and... Uh, we saw him like writing notes and then screwing them up and throwing them away. And we saw clips of his debut. And I, I don't know. It was just, oh, man, this whole character is such a mess. This whole character is such a mess. Considering that he's uh, meant to be all about like writing, I actually saw like the bits of writing we saw, I thought was actually really poor. Um, it really didn't look like very nice and like handwritten. You would imagine if your character is all about writing and you fake writing in the air you would imagine that your actual handwriting would be fire it would be like amazing i'm pretty sure we saw his handwriting and it looked like a five-year-old had done it so i don't know everything about this character just leaves me confused to be honest talking of confused we then went to this and i was proper confused here because these two really brought the mood down they did their Christmas story and they were gloating and it, you were just waiting for someone to come out. You was waiting for the segment to end. You was waiting for the show to end. This was a bad segment, but it wasn't a bad segment. Had this have just ended and nothing happened after, you would say this was like one of the worst NXT segments of the year. They were sat there. They were putting themselves over. They were reading this story. No one seemed to be into it. Um... 
But it was it's genius when you think about it because it lulls you into this kind of false sense of security. You're just sat there going, oh, my God, when is this going to end? And I think it was designed to do that because they wanted you to be like, be really like, not down, but just really, you know, waiting for this to end so that they could hit you with the new day. I mean, look at this, the new day out of nowhere come walking out on NXT just when we thought that we were at our lowest. They bring out the new day, Xavier Woods, Kofi Kingston come walking out. And uh, the crowd go mental. The crowd go crazy. So the New Day come walking out, which is really, really cool. And uh, they basically confront Pretty Deadly, say they want to have a shot at the NXT tag titles on Saturday at NXT deadline. They get into a brawl, of course, and uh, they, it ends with them holding up the belts. Really cool. Totally unexpected. No rumors of that whatsoever. Just big, just really big, just really big, really cool, really exciting. And um, yeah, that match is official. It's happening on Saturday. Then we went backstage and uh, we've seen Mackenzie and Javier Barnell having these fun little backstage moments for a few weeks now. This time they added in Ikamanjiro as well. Uh, this was all right. This was all right. It was, it was all right. It, I, I do think that these comedy segments need to be a bit funnier. I would say this is probably the funnest one we've had so far, but um, I think it can still be improved, to be honest. It was just a comic, little comedy moment. Then we went to Thea Hale in the ring with Isla Dawn. Isla Dawn would sadly win. Love Thea Hale. She was robbed. Uh, and uh, Isla Dawn picked up the victory. But the bigger moment here was afterwards when Alba Fire would attack. Of course, Alba Fire is upset because Isla Dawn uh, cost her the championship. And so uh, she was coming for revenge. The referee would get misted as well. Isla Dawn would uh, uh, spit like green mist uh, in his face. I think she was aiming for Alba Fire. Um, but so he goes down. Uh, it was carnage, to be honest, and uh, it's kind of fun. I'm, I'm definitely down for Alba Fire against Isla Dawn. I think that'll be a, a good match. Then we got uh, Briggs and Jensen against Blade, Malik Blade and Idris Anofe. I think they came down with Odyssey Jones, but Odyssey Jones got into a fight with Von Wagner, so they were fighting on the outside. That caused a slight distraction. It resulted in Briggs and Jensen picking up the win. Uh, they would shake hands after. Um, there wasn't really much need for this match. Uh, of all the matches we had tonight, this is the one that just felt like didn't really need to happen. But, don't know, it did happen. And we moved on. Then we went to uh, quite a big match, actually. And this went on for quite a while. This was the last match on the show. And this was to decide who would be in the women's Iron Survivor match. So it was Fallon Henley against Wendy Chu against Indy Hartwell. And as you can see, Indy Hartwell picking up the victory. Uh, so uh, there is the lineup for the Women's Iron Survivor Challenge. It's going to be Zoe Stark, Cora Jade, Indy Hartwell, Roxanne Perez, and Kiana James. Um, then we would see Indy Hartwell go backstage. Uh, she would get into it with Mandy Rose basically tell her that she's going to win and then she's going to come for that championship. Uh, it was good. Just on a complete side note, I would totally change Indy Hartwell's ring gear. 
I don't think that does anything for her at all. So I would totally look to change it. Not sure what I would change it to, but I would totally look to change it. Then we got this. This was the uh, final segment of the show. There really wasn't long left, but this was all the men that are in that Iron Survivor Challenge match. So we had Axiom, we had Joe Gacy, we had Grayson Waller, we had JD McDonough, and we had Carmelo Hayes. And uh, Grayson would lay into all the different people on stage. They were all getting a bit of promo time. This all ended in uh, a big brawl, as you can imagine. And that was the end of this week's NXT. I think that it uh, was a pretty strong show. I don't think it was like an incredible show because I do think there were some matches that we didn't necessarily need. Um, some of the in-ring wasn't as uh, amazing as what you might hope. Um, I think that all in all, though, it was pretty solid and we did get the New Day moment. So I'm probably going to say that this was around about a 7, uh, maybe a 7.25 as well. Maybe it goes to 7.5, but to be honest, I think I might have preferred Raw over NXT this week. I, it's close. It's quite close. I feel like making this a 7.25 so that it's the same score as Raw is probably about right in my mind. So I think it gave Raw 7.25. Probably going to look to give this about the same. So let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. That was this week's NXT. And as I said... You know, definitely some big highlights coming out of this show. I would like to see more for Andre Chase, more for Chase University. Uh, but it's just good to get, uh, obviously, some matches and then some backstage uh, moments. I think I would just like a bit more of a juicy storyline for them. And obviously, you got to remember, this was go-home as well. So that obviously played a big factor. So considering this was a go-home, it's very, very good. Very, very good considering it was a go home. So, yeah, it was good. And I hope you enjoyed it as well. So thanks a lot for watching. Hope you enjoyed this breakdown. And I will see you again next time. Bye for now.